Well, hi there and welcome. It is Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. And you, it takes all three of us, actually it takes more than that. The show team, the affiliates, a lot of a lot of people go into making this show happen each and every Monday through Friday on EWTN Radio. I am Jerry Usher, along with Debbie Giorgiani. The show team is in place, and today we've got our producer, Ace McKay. On social media is Jeff Burson. Call screener is Matt Gubensky, and the one we need to have joining Matt first is you. Today, Debbie, we're talking all about relationships. It's our monthly relationship show, Jerry, and it's very, very popular. You can bring any relationship to the conversation. Your relationship with your uh, friends, your coworkers, your spouse, with God, with your pets. Uh, any relationship, uh, please call in and speak to Matt Gabinski. We'd love to hear from you, and it's a very, very active show, so don't wait till the last minute. Here's the number, 833-288-3986. That's 833 833-288- Yeah, well, we all have relationships of various sorts, and I would probably venture to say not any one of us have one single perfect relationship. If you do, you definitely have to call and tell us how that came to be. But if if there's a relationship you, you want to talk about, you want to work on, you want to tweak a little bit, maybe you've had a falling out with someone, maybe you've repaired a relationship, please share that because... What you share on this show makes a difference. We always say that you are the experts. You are the ones who drive the discussion, the conversation. And again, today it is all about relationships. Could be your, your, your spousal relationship with one of your kids, a sibling, parent, grandparent, coworker, neighbor, gym partner. 833-288-EWTN. 833-288-3986. So everybody on YouTube and Facebook, you'll have to wave to Jerry. Jerry, if you'll wave back to them. Um, I could not miss this show because I love the All About Relationships show, as you know, Jerry, as a life coach. And Marty and I just uh, finished the wonderful St. Gabriel Marriage Enrichment Retreat. Uh, St. Gabriel's in McKinney, Texas. We're still in Dallas, Texas. We're flying home to Arizona today. And uh, what an amazing retreat with uh, married couples, really working on their marriages. Uh, Wow. Just to see strong, um, you know, husbands and wives coming together with that covenant relationship, just beautiful. It Mm -hmm. was an amazing experience, really inspired us. And it was an incredible weekend, but it kind of is interesting that we're having the all about relationships show um, this, this first uh, live uh, show back, because I know that a lot of the folks from St. Gabriel's are listening right now. So hi, you guys miss you already. I just wanted to to say that, Jerry. <laughs> Indeed. Well, we look forward to having you back home and safely and sound. Of course, you and Marty. And uh, we're talking today again about relationships on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I see a couple phone lines are already occupied. Matt Gabensky is always a busy man, uh, screening calls on this show. And you can give him a little bit more blessed work to do screening your call right now on one of those open phone lines, 833-288-288. EWTN 833-288-3986. Why do we do this show every month? Well, again, because we are all in relationship with someone or many someones. Uh, Even if you don't know a single person on the face of the earth, you're in a relationship with God and really with yourself. 
You know, we can talk about self-acceptance issues, self-love issues. We are told by Jesus, uh, love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and our neighbor as ourselves. So, you know, a healthy self-love is also something that a lot of us maybe struggle with a little bit. So mm-hmm. anything having to do with relationships in today's topic, you can call in and be part of the conversation at 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. And we had incredible feedback from our Take Two family, Jerry, about yesterday's show. It was a new content show with Teresa Rodriguez on the Rosary team. And so mm-hmm. many folks were saying on social media they really appreciated the conversation we had with Teresa. Um, just promoting uh, going out and spreading uh, the, the Most Holy Rosary in our senior homes and, and assisted living places, uh, nursing homes. Just beautiful. What a great ministry. And they really appreciate appreciated the conversation. So we like to provide those kinds of shows for you, the Take Two family, and we want to thank Ace McKay for putting it all together. Believe me, it takes a lot to coordinate everybody's schedules and to and the uh, the studio and everything to do the taping. It, it's, it's a lot. So we got to say thank you to Ace McKay, our producer, who did a fine job. Yeah, and as we say on that show and all of the other pre-records that we offer to you, I'd say 99% of the time we like to bring you brand new shows, not necessarily encores, but new content so that it's something you haven't heard before and you can be uh, blessed by, as Debbie mentioned about yesterday's broadcast. So, yeah, it was a very, very beautiful conversation, uh, and we are happy if you were able to catch that one. If not, you can go to take2show.com where Ace puts all the shows on the website, and they are archived for you there. Um, A lot of calls already in. We're going to wait to get to your calls here in just a couple of minutes. But you can get in on the first wave of callers here talking all about relationships at 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. And also, if you would like to call in and do a shout out and just, uh, you know, praise God about your your wonderful relationship that's functioning really well and it's very strong and you appreciate it very much, please do so. It doesn't have to be, you know, you, you don't have to bring all your relationship problems, but we do want to cover the issues and and the obstacles that, that always seem to um, rise up in relationships, right? And that's what we can do together. We can support one another, encourage one another, inspire one another. And uh, if you ever want additional assistance with this, reach out to us at StandTallToday.com. StandTallToday.com. Well, you read my mind on that one. I was going to mention that. And as Debbie mentioned, the the website for the Stand Tall team of life coaches, a vast array of possible life coaches, and your first, actually any consultation with any of them is absolutely risk-free, no cost, it's free. So again, go to StandTallToday.com. A lot of people benefit from life coaching, a little bit different than counseling, therapy. It's really kind of looking forward and taking you right where you are today and building a plan for the future that helps you to thrive and be, as they say, the best version of yourself. So again, that's standtalltoday.com. For now, our purpose is going to go to be going to your phone calls in just a moment at 833-288-3986, kicking off a brand new week of broadcasts with you. We are live today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie on EWTN Radio. Love to have you join us. Any relationship you want to comment on, ask a question about, maybe get a little uh, a little bit of advice for from a life coaching standpoint, this is your chance, 833-288-3986.
This is our monthly all about relationships show on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. We hope you join us at 833-288-3986. But before we get to the phones, Jerry, I just wanted to uh, share with our Take Two family, EWTN, uh, something new from EWTN Publishing. 30 Marian Eucharistic Visits by Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle. You will find ways to rekindle the fire of divine love in your prayer life and grow in loving communion with our Lord in the Eucharist. You will be inspired by moving stories of saints, including St. Faustine, Faustina, the Fatima children, and Pope John Paul II, and will learn how to apply them to your daily faith journey. 30 Marian Eucharistic Visits by Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle, a new book from EWTN publishing available at ewtnrc.com by catholic shop ewtnrc.com all right very good get on board here there is a line available talking all about relationships any relationship that you're in that you would like to discuss and remember on this show you know we don't you can share as little information as you want about who this is or you know don't have to get into all of the details but you know maybe you'll come away a little bit better off for having called in and other people might be uh, much better off for having heard what you're going through and how you plan to maybe move forward on that because everybody is kind of in the same position as as we are in in some respects with regard to relationships so 833-288-3986 we'll start with roger who is in jackson michigan listening on good shepherd radio hi roger thanks for being up first hi jerry hi debbie hello uh yeah great to be on the show um, I have a, a situation with my youngest son, Robert, and I was wondering if you could offer any suggestions for me. Okay. Um, I, I haven't uh, had a, any kind of a discussion with him for a little bit over two years. <clears throat> we have been totally cut off from each other. And at that time, we had been somewhat uh, contentious. And uh, um, not really uh, seeing each other, just uh, speaking over the phone and whatnot. And uh, at this time, a little bit, uh, I said a little bit more than two years ago, we texted through uh, some things, uh, not even talking over the phone, just texting. And uh, he came up with a whole bunch of uh, lies and that. Uh, well, his opinions, let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, since that time, uh, like I said, we haven't had any discussions. About um, a week and a half ago, his uh, mother, uh, my ex, who he was very close to, uh, passed away. Mm-hmm. And I'm just uh, wondering, besides uh, praying for him and praying for her, um, any ideas on how, mm-hmm. if I should even try to broach a subject with him? Okay, so a couple things, Roger. How old is Robert? Uh, 45. He's 45. And his mother just passed away, so he is in the middle of the grieving process. He's obviously, is he, I'm sure he's probably trying to make sense of it all and absorb it all, Right. Right, and he was very close to her. They were. He was very. They saw okay. each other on a regular basis, weekly basis, just about. Okay, and can you? I I want to make sure I'm I'm just clear on this before Jerry and I comment on it. What exactly sure. would you say is the is the 
the major issue between you and your son? Is there, is there a certain topic that you can't discuss, a situation, a life situation, maybe what happened, you know, with the, the breakup with his mother or, or, or what? Can you give us a little bit more detail on that? Um, when uh, his mother and I have been divorced since uh, 87. Okay. 1987. Mm-hmm. Not going back too far. Um, but uh, it was uh, not really um, happy divorce okay. in any way, shape, or form. Uh, there was quite a lot of uh, contention on uh, both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He, at the time, uh, was nine years old. My oldest son was 11 years old. And um, <clears throat> I think, you know, he might have felt that I, you know, abandoned him at that time, even though I tried to uh, stay close as much as I could. I had him um, over on every other weekend and uh, had him with me for a couple weeks during the summers while he was still going to school. Uh, I think that mm-hmm. that feeling was still there. Okay. Uh, okay. Later on, he had uh, divorced his wife in uh, 2005, and um, I kept seeing his wife and my two grandchildren by their marriage, um, unbeknownst to him for uh, probably a year and a half, two years after that. Um not with him because uh, he would not let me see the kids with him. He said it was he didn't have a place of his own, uh, mm-hmm. so I couldn't come over and see the kids. Okay. At- well, ro- right. So, Roger, this is kind of, it, it's. there's a lot of details to this. There's a lot of... Um, you know, uh, situations and personalities um, that are, that are involved here. So, but let me just try to pull this back a little bit to see if you can give you something today that maybe you can work towards or explore for you and your son. It sounds like it's just the two boys. There's no. There, is your is Robert the youngest of of the two Robert's boys? Robert's the youngest. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So a couple things. Maybe there's uh, some feelings of abandonment, um, betrayal. Um, he is the youngest. So the youngest typically tends to absorb everything. So he, they, take it, they take it in very deeply. And it sounds like you're at a point in your life, Roger, where you would like a different relationship, a different future for you and your son. And, and maybe down deep, Robert wants the same thing. The only problem is there's a lot of uh, past circumstances and feelings that a lot of times, as you know, we drag in a suitcase with us and we just bring them with us into into our present um, daily life. So what I would suggest, this would just be my humble opinion on this and just based on life coaching that we do, but Jerry, you may have something a little bit different for Roger to explore. But for if, if I was in your position based on what you shared with us today, I would just um, wait, uh, you know, give him some time and space. Obviously he has to deal with the death of his mother. I would let him know that you um, care about him very much and I'm sure you've done that and you and you want to be there for him if he wants you uh, during this time but you just know that you are thinking you know let him know that you're thinking of him and praying for him going through this very difficult time losing his mom 
Okay. And, but then maybe explore some coaching or counseling for you and Robert, or, or just start slowly there. And you can say to him, son, I just want to go very, we can go very slow at the pace that is going to be most comfortable for you. I just want to, from this point forward, um, have a, a, a new kind, not, maybe not a fresh start, maybe not even a new beginning, but just to, to move forward in a way where we can be father and son and we can maybe make some new memories and some, we can have some new um, interactions with each other that can be positive and, and, and good for both of us. Sometimes, you know, I know that as parents, we want to just sometimes erase everything and start over and just hit the reset. And we can do that, but sometimes it has to be very, very slowly, like baby step it. I don't know if that can help you, Roger, but it sounds like you really want to repair this with your son and to move forward because, you know, we're all getting older by the minute and we don't, and we want to heal these relationships. So I would just say, start slowly, but give it time, but let him know you're there and let him know that's your intention. Your intention is not to pressure him, not to overwhelm him, but you'd like, you know, some, a future that is better, better for him with, with his relationship with his dad. And that's you. What do you think, Roger? Oh, it sounds, it sounds great. Uh, I, I would hope that, uh, I would be able to accomplish that. And uh, try to get in a hold of him would be the first, uh, first goal. Right. of mine. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I really appreciated everything that Debbie said, Roger. I can't add to any of that. I was just going to maybe add, uh, you know, a little thought here. I, I don't know what your relationship is like with his older brother, your your other son, but maybe uh, something could be arranged where the three of you get together or maybe your your, your older son talks to um, the younger son and maybe tries to, you know, get him to soften his position a little bit. So I don't know if there's any way that the uh, the older son can be involved in this. Uh, the older one uh, has we've been we're on a uh, good terms. Uh, I won't say real good terms, but we're on good terms. And he's already mentioned that he doesn't want to get involved with oh, okay. what's going on between the younger one and me. Okay, well that's understandable, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. Anyway, Roger, be assured of, of our prayers. Um, we have your name you're, you're in the prayer book. You mentioned your, your youngest son, Robert, and we'll, we'll put him and, and your older son in the prayer book as well. So this gets the entire listening family around the world praying for you in this entire situation. With God, all things are possible. Debbie loves mm-hmm. that uh, scripture verse, uh, Roger. And uh, another thing, I think St. Therese and many other saints have probably said this, but God is able to make right whatever we've made wrong. And mm-hmm. this is because he is outside of time and space. So whatever happened, whatever transpired in your past and your family that is that is present to God right here right now so you can just simply ask him to maybe uh, soften the the impact or the effects of that or maybe even to bring healing into those situations because God can do that uh, even if it was something that happened many many years ago okay Jerry thank you Debbie all right God bless you thank we'll you definitely be praying yeah, yeah keep us posted please we'll be praying Um, you know, Jerry, you and I kind of joke about this. We love the movie. What about Bob? Mm -hmm. And, um, but in that movie, they talk about baby stepping it. And it is so important because I think in relationships, sometimes, you know, with that, when there's a past that can be somewhat hurtful or, you know, painful in some way, it, we have to go slowly. We have to give people the space to, um, be able to, 
uh, absorb it and and reconcile it in, the, in inside themselves and to feel at peace with it. What what do you think about that? Well, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I can just look at my own relationships in my life with each of my parents. You know how God it took it took many many years, even decades, to really have those relationships be um, in a, in a very good place. I think when when each of my parents passed away, so. Yeah, you got to really take it one little baby step at a time, like you said, and uh, mm-hmm. just really rely on the Holy Spirit to maybe open those little doors, if not a door, a little window, a little crack in the door, something like that, and be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit's doing, doing and move accordingly. I, I agree with you. Right, right. Okay, so John is up next in Littleton, New Hampshire on Sirius XM 130. Hello, John. Welcome to Take Two. Hey, how are you doing? Doing, doing well, well sir. How are you? Good. I've, uh, what I am, I'm 44 years old, and uh, I've been married, had two kids, had a divorce, got an annulment, and I've been Catholic all my life. And anyway, the last probably five years, I met a lady, we lived together, she's got two kids of her own. She got a divorce, she was Catholic. Uh, never got an annulment. We've been living together. I know it's the wrong thing, but the last year I've, uh, you know, had a conversion from my earlier years and realized I'm doing the wrong thing. So, I, you know, we're living like brother and sister, which she doesn't agree with, but that's what we've been doing, so it kind of starts some arguments. In February of this year, uh, there's a Catholic priest we knew. I talked to him about it. I didn't quite feel right about it myself, but he took us on a, an outside and married us, just me and him, me and her and, and him. That's all we were as three people. Uh, I haven't felt right about it. Talked to other priests, and they told me it wasn't right. She needs an annulment. So... Uh, that's how we've been uh, been living, but now it's uh, she doesn't definitely doesn't want an annulment. I, you know, I don't know why, and I want to get married in the Catholic Church and have her do it. But I think my only option is to leave. But they all depend on me, mm-hmm. and of course, there's some attachment there. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I know the right thing because I know in the verses in the Bible, God says, "Do you love me more than your parents or your wife?" and not that you'd leave your your wife uh, that you've been married with forever, but uh, you know, if I stay with her, then it's like I, I don't love him as much, and uh, I just want to do the right thing here. So uh, I I've been thinking, you know, I got to leave, but uh, I'm calling up to get a little information or maybe prayers on the side here for this situation. <laughs> Yeah, no, you can be assured of the prayers, John, they are already going up. And we can get started on some thoughts here. We have a break coming up that we cannot move. It's for our local affiliates. And Terry in San Diego, hang on. You're going to be right after John. But, you know, I would just I would just start by saying, John, you sound like a very intelligent man. You sound like a man who has a heart after God, and you want to put him first in your life, like you said. And you are right, and unfortunately, that priest was very wrong uh, for marrying you in, in that situation, and you've, you've heard this from other priests as well. I just feel like that was a disservice to you and your, your female companion because um, it just sends the wrong message. But, you know, I... It really does get down to, I think, probably something pretty 
radical, uh, if you can call radical, you know, stepping out of the relationship, at least maybe separating in terms of, you know, where you're living. You mentioned you're living as brother and sister, and she doesn't like that, but that's a step in the right direction, John. So if you can hold on just for a minute, Debbie will probably have some thoughts. Maybe I could share a little bit more on uh, Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Terry in San Diego, you're next. Here's the phone number, 833-288-3986. talking all about relationships today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. If there's a relationship you would like to discuss any aspect of it, again, you don't have to give all the details, but maybe you can come away a little bit better, maybe get some a new sense of purpose and direction for that relationship, 833-288-3986. And we're talking with John in Littleton, New Hampshire. John, the last thing I was, would add to what I, I said a moment ago, um, you, you, you talked about this sort of, you know, you, you, you love this, this, this woman on the one hand, you love God on the other hand, you want to do what's right by God. And you also, I presume, probably, ultimately, I may be putting words in your mouth and correct me if I'm wrong, but you would like to maybe preserve this relationship and, and see it come to fruition. I would say, and you probably know this as well, you know, God is, God is willing to bless. He will tremendously honor and bless anyone especially two people in in the situation that you two are in if you really say to him look we're going to do what is necessary to make this relationship godly and right in the eyes of of god and the church and if that means you know separating and living apart for a time i know you mentioned she doesn't really have the same mindset that you do on this but really pray about this and perhaps you can talk to her and just say look this can work out you know if you get all of the right um, you know say annulments wherever they're necessary and and the uh, the actions and, and, and of the church but um, you know I, I can really see Debbie you can add to, you can comment on this if you want but it's mm-hmm. very possible John that God could bring about you know a beautiful even a more full beautiful glorious relationship that you've ever had with this woman if you go about it in a godly way so Debbie I don't know if you have mm-hmm. anything you want to add but I com- I completely agree Jerry there's an abundance of grace waiting for you John mm-hmm. and for her as well if you do things the the, the godly way um, and it does take sacrifice and that grace is necessary to get through this this crazy thing called life. Um, John, I, I, please, you'll have to go, you'll have to answer quickly on this. How many years have you been with, um, with her and are there any, do you guys have any children together? No children together. We've been five years. My father, I really appreciate the information you've been telling me and I've been talking to my father about it and they're, they're daily communicants, my parents, and Mm -hmm. he's basically telling me what you were saying and also... Uh, it's, I understand it's, it's, uh, and I've been talking or even I've been bringing her these annulment papers once a week, actually from the mass that I go to when I don't work. And, uh, she, uh, just said today, I mean, she's, she's, I don't think she's ever willing to do it. Okay. Well, okay. So John, so John sit, sit down with her, maybe have a, a third party and, um, um, a good, um, Marian Priest, a good solid priest, uh, maybe be there as well. Start over, hit the reset button. That that form that other priest you went to made a, I believe I agree with Jerry, a huge mistake. In fact, my my blood uh, started ra- my heart started racing, and my blood was boiling. That is just terrible because it it sends a, a terrible signal. That's not the way to do things. Um, so John, just hit the reset button if you want. If she loves you, you love her. You you think that there is a 
a, a deep relationship between the two of you. You have built a, um, you know, a, a, a relationship like that with, with, with uh, other family members, then, then do it the right way. Hit the reset button, get those annulment papers filled out, um, live as brother and sister or move out, do whatever you've got to do to do the right thing by God. But, but if you sacrifice now, John, if she sacrifices now, John, you will get those, uh, th- those blessings and graces that you're going to need. If she's unwilling to do it, then she chooses out. There's not much you can do. But John, you got to stay on the straight and narrow. You can't, I mean, you know the truth. Your parents are saying it. You know the truth. You, and, and I think maybe you're just calling to get us to uh, probably affirm that. Well, we're affirming it. Do it God's way. If you do it God's way, you will never regret it. If you try to go around the corners or around, you know, and, and do what like this uh, unfortunate priest did with you, it's, it's not going to benefit. God sees everything thing. He's, he's, you can't fool God. So do it God's way. Do it the right way. Sacrifice, sacrifice, please sacrifice now, John, and the blessings will be there for you in abundance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Yeah. We'll be praying for you, John, and, and for your female friend and, and for that priest as well, for that matter. Um, 833 terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, we, we don't, yeah. Be that. Yeah. We don't need to dwell on that, but yeah, go right. ahead. No, I was just going to say, well, sometimes, you know, and, and, and to give the, uh, the clergy a, a benefit, you know, it's difficult sometimes. Situations are very difficult and personalities weigh in, and, and, but it doesn't make it right. We have to do it God's way. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Terry has been only very patiently in a city that I love very much, San Diego. I lived there for many years. Terry, welcome listening on the EWTN app. How are you? Okay. Good. Okay. Thanks for waiting. Thanks for your patience. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much I can start, you know, fill you in on. Um, it's kind of a lot. But basically, I'm a little lost lately, like actually for quite a while. Um, just recently moved back to San Diego. I'm more, I was born in Dayton, Ohio, left and moved to San Diego after a divorce in 2008 and kind of came back a couple times. Um, but anyways... My children is why I'm calling. I have two adult boys. One is 41, one's 38, um, both in Dayton, Ohio right now. They just moved back during COVID. Um, I have an ex-husband that's back in, um, two ex-husbands, actually, but, but one that's back in um, Dayton, too. Uh, I don't have much of a relationship with my boys. Um, they One is um, has a child, my grandson, who's a year and a half. And he's not married yet, but engaged. The other one is married and has been married my, oh, six years. And he just had my granddaughter, and she's three months old. Um, my granddaughter that that is the one that's married, or my daughter-in-law, I'm sorry, the one that's married, she's from Taiwan, which is where my son lived for eight years and taught English. They met there. So there's a culture kind of a gap there. Um, with my other son, his... Um, fiance. I don't really talk to her much. She's, it just isn't, the relationship hasn't had enough time to be built up. They, they weren't, I don't know. I just, that's it. So with that said, I, the, what's happened in my family, it's not just me, the whole family needs healed. Um, I divorced my, their father when they were two and a half and five. I pretty much raised them on my own. I came from an alcoholic family and married an alcoholic. I woke up about 
five years in, me and my mom went to Al-Anon. Um, she ended up divorcing my dad, and it was just, however, I, I did everything, and that's where I, I have a lot of pain, I know, it's because um, my ex-husband was not just physical abusive, but mental, too. Um, back in the day, you know, I didn't have as many rights. I couldn't really get them away from him that much. So he had custody, and, you know, he got to see them every other week. Um it was not an easy time. I still have hardship talking about it, but um, I think that's where a lot of my pain is. Just because I did it all. But now they're not close to me because they're, you know, they're near their dad. Um, my youngest became an alcoholic, and I went through hell with him. And... um their dad had recovered. I think he's, I don't know, I guess I don't talk to him. But anyways, he's been recovered for maybe 12 years and my son 10. And when that happened, my son got closer to his father. And somehow I got right. kind of pushed out. And um, Sure. Mm-hmm. I just hurt. <laughs> Sure, because you want you, you Terry. It's fine to say it. You 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 went through a lot. You went through a lot of abuse. You had to deal with stuff, and and you raised your kids. And now you you know you just it would it's a natural thing for a parent to say, why can't my kids recognize that, see that, see how much I love them, see how much I sacrifice for them, you know, why aren't they closer to me? It's it, that this is you know it's very obvious your pain and you, you're sharing it beautifully, but but the one thing I will share with you is that. You know, that's the strange dynamic of relationships. Um, You can have parents that sacrifice their whole life for their children. And and you can even have a, a one parent that's been incarcerated in prison their entire you know time that, that the kids are, are are born and raised and yet the kids will, will will still gravitate towards that parent that has never been there and and kind of step over the parent that's always been there that is that's the way the relationships. Um, sometimes work work out and and it's because of, of the child's need to to get close to that parent that they were never close to in a strange sort of way terry your your boys know that you're always going to be there for them because you have been so they don't have to work at it they probably have to work at the relationship with their dad and they and they want that some that some kind of a relationship with their father and they should have a relationship with a mother and a father absolutely but it doesn't mean you have to ignore what you're feeling and it doesn't it doesn't mean you have to um just say oh oh well i would have done it for you anyway you know and, and that's wonderful have a nice life no you should you should be able to have the the beautiful relationship with your children that you that you have worked for and wanted so there's there's nothing wrong with 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 um very honestly sharing maybe in a in a letter um not about the details and the and the the stuff that their dad did or 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 could have done or whatever and his character flaws and and the alcoholism but just share how much you love your boys and you and you know just like they have a unique relationship with their dad you want a unique relationship with them as a, as a mother and 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 her sons uh, there's nothing wrong with that so it 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 doesn't have to be a competition or like they have to side with one or the other they can have unique 
unique relationships with both, but you should not have to step step out of that and, and feel disrespected or disregarded. You you have every right. They're your children. What, what do you what do you say to that, Terry? And have you expressed that maybe maybe hit the reset button with your boys and just said say, guys, you know, you're adults now. I'm your mother. I'll I'll always be your mother. I love you and I want to have a great relationship with you separate from from their father. Well, I'm actually, um, oh, i stop crying. I um, have recently reached out. I have a friend who's an editor and a writer, and she's really good with words. And it's going to be my words, but I, I just need her to help me find my words. Um, but um, she sent me a really beautiful, um, pretty similar to what you just said. Um, basically, mm-hmm. you know, how I just really, as her as mother, want that relationship. And, and anyway, so... I'm not as good at words when I'm upset. So anyway, so I have the letter. I'm going to go over it and put it into my own words, and I'm getting ready to send it to both of them. Um, But there were two times that I've confronted both my boys in the past year, which is why I kind of made my decision to come to San Diego and start a life again here. Um, And one of them was, it was like very hurtful. My, when my second, my oldest son had his daughter, um, they, I went to the shower a week before, told him to keep me in the loop. I lived at that time an hour and a half away. I lived in Columbus there in Dayton. Um, told him to keep me in the loop and, um, <coughs> they, um, uh, they, <laughs> she was on her due date. I texted and said, you know, thinking of you, I hope everything's going well. Let me know if I can do anything, whatever. And then um, two days later, I'm like, gosh, she should have had the baby. I wonder what's going on. So I texted again, and I get a picture of her holding the baby. And I was like, whoa. So it felt like a stab, you know. I mean, you usually call your mother-in-law or let your mother-in-law know or your son lets you know that you're in the hospital. They had been there a day and a half. It was a planned C-section. And I come to find out that both my ex-husband knew and the kids' friends and my brother's you know, everybody knew but me, and it's kind of been going on like that. So I I confronted my son. I, I actually couldn't find it in me to go to the hospital to see my granddaughter because I didn't want to make it about me. <laughs> and so I was just like, well, I'll just wait till I'm not hurting. Um, so then I went. That I said, you know, I'll come the following weekend. If I can help you guys, let me know, and I'll just, you know. They said that'd be great, and, you know, so I go. And I had to express that, you know, that hurt. Because I just wanted him to know. So he was by himself in the kitchen. And I said, you know, I just got to let you know that it hurt when you didn't tell me. Then <sighs> he said, Mom, not everything's about you. And he's done that twice every time I've confronted it. And I'm like, I said, I'm your, I'm the grandma. And I'm like, I just thought you would let me know. I found out everybody else knew. And it, well, that's because they text a lot. They kept texting me. Mm-hmm. Do you think I'm thinking about you when my, my wife is up there having a baby? And I'm thinking, geez, it just hurts. You know, the conversations hurt. And I just ended up, I had to take care of myself. And I, I saw they were okay. And I, you know, they didn't have right. the greatest accommodations right. for me to sleep there that night. So I left. But but Terry, may I may I just say this with all due respect, I work with um, I work with grandparents 
all the time in the life coaching ministry that Jerry and I have. And uh, I will tell you that um, you're very lucky that they even included you on, on the grandchild being born. I'm, I'm telling you, there's a lot of par- uh, grandparents that don't hear about it for weeks. I mean, it's, and this is what I'm trying, trying to share with you. So I would, I know it's very raw in you because it probably as things are happening to you with the, with your boys, it, it's kind of, like you said, it's kind of like daggers, it's hitting you. But if you can try to overlook that and just know that at, at least with it, that they're including you in their lives and in introducing you to your grandchild, I would, I would just go with it and just kind of navigate uh, forward and try to build a relationship without letting all the little hurts um, get to you because I can tell you I deal with grandparents all the time and they're crying they haven't even seen their grandkids so so please know that that you're very lucky you get to even even be there I mean it's a strange world we live in so just know that so maybe that can maybe have you feel a little bit better also with your friend writing that letter um, please just go from this point forward sometimes going back and rehashing things or even revisiting things can stir up all these wounds and 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 this terrible pain it's not worth it terry you've got you've got grandchildren coming just enjoy going forward and 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 try to um to make new new memories and have those great encounters also terry please go deeply into your Christian faith. Please get close to God, get very close, read scripture, pray a lot, fast, and really be in a good place with God so that you can be in a, in a happy, healthy, joy-filled place with your children so that these things may not hurt you as much. When we're very close to God, okay, what people do to us it doesn't affect us as much because we're so, so tight with God. Okay. Does any of that maybe help a little bit? No, it does. I, and I always, that's why I'm going back into it because, um, that's how I, that's how I was a good single mom because I was so close to God. There you go. Then go back, please, Terry, go deep, go deep with God. He wants to go deep with you. Maybe, maybe even come back to your Catholic faith. It's, I, I think I see the notes here that maybe you're not a practicing Catholic right now. Just think about it, Terry. Please go deep with God. You, you will never regret it. Okay? Okay. Keep us posted. If you have to reach us, you know where to reach us. We, it's so easy. We're at standtalltoday.com. You can always reach us, okay? All right. Thank you. Hi, Terry. The uh, Take Two family around the world will be lifting you and your whole situation up in their prayers. Um, 833-288-3986, all about relationships. And you know, this month's devotion is to Our Lady of Sorrows. And we ask mm-hmm. our Blessed Mother to pray with us and for us so that we can unite ourselves to her in her sorrow in the hope that we'll one day also share her joy in the triumph of her son, Jesus Christ. And so to better facilitate that in your own life, EWTN's religious catalog is just stocked to the to the ceiling with Marian devotionals and, and so forth. You can strengthen your connection to Our Lady with rosaries, statues, bracelets, holy cards, prayer booklets, and, well, the the list could go on and on. Just check it all out at EWTNRC.com. If you are looking to honor our Blessed Mother, strengthen your relationship with her, maybe you're just new to uh, this whole thing about Mary's uh, intercession in your life and you want to find out more about that, you can find anything you're looking for. It's at EWTNRC.com. 
Okay. So we it's showing here we've got Lily next yep. in Colorado on Catholic mm-hmm. Radio Network. Lily, thank you so much for waiting and welcome to Take Two. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. So I'm actually calling on behalf of a friend because she wanted me to ask my priest. Um, but today was the perfect topic, right? Um, mm-hmm. So she's been married married in this marriage it's her second marriage for eight years um during that time her husband um you know converted over to catholicism she needed to get an annulment they were able from her previous marriage able to recently do that and get their marriage blessed in the church and um so they got that all done and she's now she just recently shared with me that her husband um, filed for divorce online because her grown son from her previous marriage in college dropped out and she had co-signed for loans, student loans for him. So they're, they're wanting, you know, they're, they've reached out to her to say, you co-signed, you need to pay these back. We haven't gotten any money. And her husband now is saying, no, you're not going to pay those. She's a housewife. She doesn't have any income coming in, contributing. And he said, you're not going to do that. And she's offered to even do a, take on a part-time job so she can pay it back. And he says, absolutely not. It's his responsibility, and you're not going to pay it back. So he, his big thing is she's on the house, mm-hmm. um, on the mortgage, and he doesn't want for them to put any kind of lien or force them to sell the house to pay back this debt of $76,000. Mm-hmm. And so he said this is going to be the best thing, the only way to take your name off. So they don't want to, re- I said, what about refinancing? She said, he said, no, because the interest rates right now are so high. So he filed for divorce online. He made it sound all cushy, you know, that she doesn't want anything. She doesn't want alimony. She's going to be able to live in the house in the second bedroom. There's an extra bedroom for a year. You know, he, he put this all out there and filed for divorce. And her biggest concern is, can I still take, you know, can I take the Eucharist? And and I was like, I don't know. I wouldn't think so. So she wanted me to call my priest and ask. Mm-hmm. And I haven't yet. I haven't had a chance to call Father Sean. But um, I was like, Ray, and she's like, well, he promises that this doesn't mean anything and that he's going to marry me again when... They write it off, and I was like, "Okay, so oh, let me just could be a while. yeah, let me <laughs> let me yeah." What'd you say? I'm sorry. I said that could be a while before they give up. Yeah, on it could be a while with seventy six thousand dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, real quickly. So uh, they had their marriage convalidated. That means that it's a sacramental marriage. They they. Uh, um, the decree of nullity was granted, so they the marriage was annulled. They got married in the Catholic Church. Do I have that correct, Lily? Yeah, so they still have their legal marriage, you know, from eight years, but they just got the marriage yeah. blessed. Yeah, that 
Yeah, yeah that's a civil marriage. It's a convalidation. Yes. Yeah, so that's a sacramental marriage. So they have a sacramental marriage. So he's he's what he's doing is he's he's using um, the the civil side of it to to get out of the debt so that it won't come back and and circle back and 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 haunt whatever he's got going with the mortgage and everything. Okay. So I so that's one's a business side of it, and then so it, basically what you're saying is they're not really quote unquote getting a divorce. It's being done you know civilly and and with it with it in a piece of papers in order to get out of the debt. I would at, tell them to please go and speak to their parish priest about this. Okay. Um, I, I, it, I see what they're trying to do. I don't know necessarily if it's going to be the best thing to do for their sacramental marriage. They need to talk to a priest and get good advice on this. I know he did it online or whatever, but things can be sometimes reversed. I mean, it's, it's not, that's not the big, the big deal of it. I just think sometimes we, um, there's a, there's a knee jerk reaction to things and we're not looking at it from a, a mystical sense, a sacramental sense. We're not looking at it from that perspective. If, and I, I would put it under, uh, what a priest can tell them. They need to sit with a priest and, and, and go with good, um, direction from a priest and then they can go forward um, in good conscience. That's what I would do before they start doing any of this going around and skirting around because it could it could affect uh, their their union as husband and wife. What do you say, Jer? I can't add a whole lot to that. We're going to run short of time here in a moment. I would just say, Lily, um, I definitely agree with Debbie. Talk to a priest about this. This, this gets into um, probably canonical issues and so forth. I would just say the marriage should not have to suffer because of this financial situation and you know it seems sounds like they went to a lot of trouble and annulments and things like that to finally get the marriage convalidated and now don't want to do this it just doesn't sound like the right thing to me but again i would definitely um refer you to a, a priest who if he's not certain on this that you can talk to the canon lawyer in his diocese but lily that's the best we can do for now you hear the music we're ready to close the broadcast thank you for calling today we appreciate it Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I would add is if that was my son, 76000 he'd be getting another job to pay it off. Okay, mm-hmm. it's his responsibility. Go. If he can work, he can pay it off. What do you say, Jer? Uh, no, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks again to the show team, Matt, Ace, Jeff. Thank you, affiliates, for carrying the program. Tomorrow, we're going to ask you, do you feel appreciated by your family? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you'll all be able to say yes. If there's anyone who wants to say no, well, either way, you can call in and be a part of tomorrow's broadcast. Until then, have a beautiful and blessed day. And St. Joseph, please pray for us. Mm-hmm.